On this episode, I tell you how you can be in my next book. Chuck, and this is episode one, two, four of the Ask Gary Vee Show. My stomach hurts. Uh, we can start with that, which is a rarity. I feel like I'm a machine, but once in a blue moon it happens. Once, once every 124 episodes, you know. Oh God, my stomach is killing me. I mean, this coffee is not going to help. Uh, but uh, really excited. Uh, sorry about yesterday, was planning on doing the show, uh, but uh, got caught up in a meeting, which I really enjoyed. Uh, yesterday I sat down with the, uh, all the interns from the summer, and, uh, oh, T-Rock, you have some, you filmed, right? Show, show like, I don't know. It's hard because you just love your kids so much. Like, you know, as much as I want to talk shit and be like, I'm, I'm not gonna do anything. I'm gonna fucking fly them on private planes, right? Like, and there's a part of me that thinks that I'm subconsciously doing that on purpose so they're not better than me and it's really dark and, <laughs> and but, uh, I don't even wanna get into that shit. That's the dark part of my brain. But the truth is, the truth is, it's just hard, right? And we really enjoyed it. Ran a little long, cause I started a little late with them and so decided to see that through and so obviously we missed it. But today we are back. Nice and early here, so this should be out very early in the afternoon, you know, right around noon. Very, very early, uh, earlier than ever, and uh, and so that's it. So India, India, is this a new shirt for you? Uh, I guess. That's very nice, uh, India. Let's get into the show. The show. I think I got. Nope, you were wrong again. I'm not sick anymore. I'm rejuvenated by the camera, India. Come on, you should know that by now. Show. Fabian asks, I have a family-owned grocery store. We are starting an online store. Tips on getting up and running? Oh, this is interesting. This is very much uh, deja vu 20 years ago. Um, Yeah, first and foremost, you need to find the right kind of infrastructure, uh, backbone, CMS, uh, tool to really get you guys to launch uh, content management systems, CMS. Uh, You know, Magento or Shopify or or one of these uh, kind of platforms that can get you up and running in the retail capacity at a low cost. Um, I would also highly, highly think about how you're going to promote within your store to drive people to the dot com. I think a lot of people forget about that aspect. Obviously you have to learn how to do you know, Google search ads, SEM, uh, and you've gotta work on search, SEO, and organic. You've gotta figure out how to use Facebook ads targeted within a two mile radius of your, of your shop and then a, a different kind of marketing campaign for the 15 mile radius if you're going into the delivery of it. Um, I think that what you have to really do is, you know, I've given you some tactical stuff off the gate. Here's some uh, more high-level things. First and foremost, you need outrageous levels of patience. It is going to struggle over the first 12 to 24 months because, um, in general, uh, 
it's a high friction area, obviously with Instacart and Fresh Direct, and there's plenty of things going on where people are thrilled to order, but a, a, a family grocer to become an internet player is a, is a tough haul. And so patience, I think, is going to be an incredibly important part of your success as you go through this journey. Uh, I would make sure that every bag uh, that you uh, have at the store has a flyer in it with some sort of creative call to action with a coupon that is online only as kind of a a cherry to drive acquisition. I would also try to make sure your POS, point of sale system, at the store is tied into the dot com so that people can use club cards or you can collect data there and remarket to them on dot com environment. Email marketing is going to be an enormously substantial part and backbone of your success. I think a very strong strategy of what to sell on a daily or, or at worst case, every other day basis on your email service is quite important to muster up excitement. Um, And most of all, uh, do not create friction. So make it valuable for people to join your dot-com environment. Don't force them into it. Uh, And so those are some of the uh, top line thoughts. It's nice when you've done it before. Makes makes some of of these answers a little bit easier, India. we started. Oh, okay. I'll let you do your thing. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> Ruben asks, Snapchat has been attacked with negative reviews since the update. What are your thoughts on the move? Ruben, I think that if you look at all the moves in the last five years by Facebook specifically, uh, but uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, any platform that is extremely popular that then has an aggressive move that feels more selly, and I assume we're talking about the discovery above in kind of the, the first main screen. Uh, screen. Uh, I don't think people realize that people are always going to complain. Right? Anytime there's change that is in the benefit of the business, right? it's very clear to people at this point that that screen that you're seeing Discover, you didn't want it there, they're forcing me on Discover. These are exactly the things that we saw with Facebook when they did a, every update. I mean, the news feed was one of the first groups uh, to get a million or 10 million, I don't remember the number at the time, but when Facebook switched from, you, go to, you saw everything and you'd go to people's walls and all those things. I mean, this is constant. Uh, I think it's a tremendous move by Snapchat. The discovery consumption has exploded since the move. Uh, have, you, have you used more Discover since the move? Yeah, yeah. Stefan? Sydney intern? You know, my data shows that 100% of people, you know, it's just, it's so interesting. I mean, it's a tremendous move by Snapchat. It's making it more native, easier for them to go into that channel. That is the channel that they are going to monetize. Uh, And so uh, I think it's a brilliant move. Uh, I think you've got to take some of the heat. Early on, I think every one of those people that have complained have used Snapchat quite a bit, except for three rogue hippies, and that's fine, because Snapchat and Facebook and every business doesn't give a crap about that extremism of anti-business, because the numbers don't play themselves out, and I think that, um, I think that they did not go too far, and I think that they've done it just right. I think they've slowly introduced it. You know, first as a swipe over here, now they've moved it up here. Uh, I think they, I'm blown away. Evan, such a young CEO, um, and, and, I'm just really, really impressed. I was wrong about story, you know, stories I didn't think was going to be successful because there was that swipe and I thought that was a friction. Um, 
and uh, that worked. Uh, he's really, really Im- impressed me, and I'm very, very bullish on uh, on Snapchat. So much so that in my Vayner RSC fund, um, I spent the last batch of money instead of an entire another year of investing in 20, 30 more companies. I went all in, all was all in on Snapchat. Wrote a huge check, biggest check of my career, uh, at a. 15 point, 16 billion dollar valuation. Uh, I'm a very, very big fan of Snapchat. They've blown me away. I wish I was on board way, way earlier. Uh, I've been writing about them for a long time and talking about them for a long time. I think that, not that prediction, but that bandwagon is playing out to be true. Um, and so I don't think they went too far. I actually think they played it absolutely perfect. And that's not putting on my investor hat because one thing a lot of people don't know is um, I'd much rather be historically correct than make a couple of bucks. And so I don't want to look back at this and be like, I was wrong. Kat asks, how do you continue kicking ass with work while going through serious personal crises? How do you separate yet deal with both? You know, Kat, it's interesting. This is a tough question for me. Um, I'm not so sold I really know it. The answer. Uh, one of the things I'm very curious about, uh, and, I, and I, I fancy myself in being very resilient and things of that nature, but I'm very emotional. Um, uh, you know, going through a very, very, how, how is it worded? She said a personal personal crisis. A serious personal crisis for me could be enough to, me, to put me in a position where I would check out. Um, from a day-to-day hustle and business standpoint and really go and address that, whether with myself or whatever I had to address. Um, I often think about, knock on wood, the bad things that are conceivable in my life and and how quickly everybody around me will realize how little I give a crap about business um, in those moments. And so, you know, uh, I've been outrageously fortunate or unfortunate, depending on how you want to look at it. Uh, I lost uh, two of my grandparents long before I was born. Uh, I lost my mom's dad, my grandfather, uh, before he was eight, a couple months before he was coming to America to join us, so I don't remember him. Um, so I've only had one grandparent growing up, which uh, created a scenario where I haven't fortunately had a lot of death or sickness. Uh, that's the cliche thing, obviously so many of us not me, thank God, uh, but so many of you, so many people here have dealt with crises that are way more intense, whether it's siblings or parents um, or, or you know, uncles or aunts or best friends uh, that they're close to. Uh, I've been extremely fortunate. Um, I, I think I'm driven by that gratitude. Uh, I think people are confused by the gratitude I talk to about. It's not the monies um, it's, it's, or the, the, the amazing uh, audience and, and admiration I get from thousands, uh, it is far more predicated on um, the health and well-being of my family and, and dearest friends. And so, you know, I, I, would, I would say, as somebody who pushes hustle 24-7, 365, uh, that that is probably the area where I think, you know, outside of actually having to do it to put food on your table or stay practical, um, you know, I think that is absolutely the, the time and place and the permission to step away, regroup, uh, have time for yourself, deal with those issues, and come back fresh. Uh, you know, I, I think that it's a mental game, um, and and it would be insane for me to sit here and impose a strategy without uh, having all the context. So I think it's different for everybody. I think I know a lot of people that go the reverse and and go deep into their work to shut it down. Um, My intuition is I'm not that. 
Um, my intuition uh, and having a lot of self-awareness is I, I check out a little bit and I let all the wonderful people that I've done a lot of good for as a leader step up in those days or weeks uh, or months um, because I've, I've empowered them to be able to do things. Uh, you know, like Steve could sit here and be on the show and eat a couple of almonds, you know, that kind of stuff. Hey Gary, Shalene Johnson here, the author of New York Times bestselling book, Push, and the creator of Smart Success. I'm here on the set filming a little piece for a fitness infomercial, and they're calling me right now to be mic'd up. I'll be right in a second, talking to Gary. Gary, I have a question for you about Instagram. Um, do you know that there's no two-factor authentication on Instagram? How scary is that, right? So you've built this like huge following, and somebody could hack in so easily. I was recently hacked and I would love to get your thoughts about cybersecurity and how serious people need to take it, especially those people who are building an online presence or have passive income online and how legit, how serious the threat of cybersecurity is and what we should do about it. Cybersecurity. Is and what we should do about it. We should fight. CJ, thank you so much for the, uh, for the video. Uh, you know, it's interesting and maybe just such a positive gal, but my intuition based on the tone of that video is you got your account back. And so this is my thought on cybersecurity and privacy and the same old thing, which is, you know, the reason nobody cares about privacy anymore is, in my opinion, and this is, and I know a lot of you said, what? I care a lot about privacy. Ah, you don't, because your actions prove otherwise. Meaning, the two things we care about in this world are money, and the health and well-being of our family. Family and money. Like those are two, we care about other things, but those are two up there. Show me your top five list, they matter. And both of those things in the privacy security world, my kid's gonna get kidnapped, or somebody's gonna steal my money from my bank, or my ATM, or all these things. Two things, one, kidnapping is way down because everybody's a media company and everybody's recording and it's just hard to grab kids at the mall, right? Number two, when you look at money, Everybody gets their money back. I think what happened, and I, I'm going on intuition, and, and please jump in and tell me if I'm wrong here, but I think you got your account back because you emailed Facebook or Instagram and they're like, cool. Uh, and so I, I think it's, it's concerning. You could have a, a day or a week of a real problem, but I think what there, there's a couple of, and, and, and I'm worried that people are watching and think there's a naivete here, but it, it, it speaks to an optimism that uh, optimism that I really believe in, I, I don't think we've quantified how little cyber, cyber issues there actually are. And there's a ton, there's unlimited. Put in cyber security, cyber hacks, put them into Google News Alerts and your inbox will be pounded. Every day there's hap- this is happening. On the flip side, think about what's actually happening and it's really interesting. We've almost become immune to them, right? Target got hacked, right? which was a huge amount of people. You know, almost everybody at this point has been hacked. And, and what's interesting is what then happens. So, so once you get over the hacking or the issue at hand, you ask yourself what was the ramifications of that? And that's where you get down a much more fascinating debate to me, which is we're just on the, I mean, I'm almost ready to like shoot out my social security number here on the show. As a matter of fact, nine, no. (laughs) Not yet, but soon enough, maybe episode 125 or 521, I'll be ready to shoot out my, my, you know what's funny? I used to say this all the time. Somebody came up to me at a conference and said, you know, blah, 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 did that and got his fucking head cut off and got all sorts of hacked. I was like, all right, I don't want to do it. But, but 
only because I didn't want to deal with the time. That, you know, the funniest part is the biggest fear I have in cyber uh, security is time. Time is where is becoming so valuable and I think long term that becomes a more interesting debate to me which is you know, the time you have to deal with you know, changing this and changing that and changing your password and resetting and emailing everybody and telling them that. Those are the, that's the real death blow and, and so that's bad uh, but CJ I don't think it's this insanely uh, uh, tough issue especially because it's a cops and robbers game meaning I have enormous belief in the balance system of cops and robbers, cat and mouse, meaning the good guys, the bad guys, who are the good guys, who are the bad guys, all this conversation. I have a lot of empathy and respect for it. I think it's a net-net game because it's pulling from both directions and I think we live within that middle. Um, And I think that right now you're obviously at the height of your emotion about it because it sounds like it happened recently but I have a funny feeling that six months ago it's kind of a different feeling in your heart and so um, you know, you might have lost some income for a day, they might have posted something that embarrassed you or, 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 or made you lose some fans and then doesn't allow you to recoup at the max. But again, um, you start on your way back um, the next day. I, just, uh, I think there's setbacks and things of that nature and so that's just kind of how I see it. The Bades asks, when is it appropriate to have patience versus just getting shit done and not making excuses? <laughs> you have that problem, D-Rock? Yep. Yeah. Um, that's a great question and I think that um, it's, uh, it's a tough one to answer because I think every situation has its own context. Um, I, I think balance matters. Uh, you know, I think that uh, you know, if, if you're being told that you're impatient uh, uh, all the time uh, from many different sources, you may want to give that some thought. Um, you know, obviously, I'm a seller of both, right? Get things done, be very patient. I think that a lot of uh, the nice things that have happened to me uh, are predicated on that balance. Um, I think I talk about balance a lot. I think the last question I said it, here we are again, one question later. I think you need to find your cadence uh, on this issue. I also would recommend to everybody to the next thing that happens after this show, show, uh, is, uh, is to, is to uh, try to do the one that feels less natural, to just taste the outcome. Um, I, I think one of the things that is fascinating to me is how many people don't test. For example, yesterday I, uh, I posted the, the Stun One Sit In no, no Show video as a YouTube video, not native, not the right move, not putting it in as a Facebook video which will get us more reach uh, based on the Facebook algorithm, but I wanted to see what it would do. I was curious about the results. I want to test. Uh, I think that the lack of testing, the lack of calling your own bluff, the, the amount of people that are drawing lines, lines in the sand uh, and then don't cross them is a huge mistake. For example, it was pretty conventional wisdom uh, that long written out Facebook posts was not the way to go or people would talk about that maybe not being native in a jab, 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 right hook kind of world. But then last weekend, I wrote one and it did really, really well. Put up another one, did really, really well. And another one and another one and here we are four, five, six posts in and they do extremely well because one thing I'm starting to realize is holy crap, Facebook should be treated like a website. 
your post should be long, shopping should be done that way. Like, wait a minute, this is really just the attention and we are kind of evolving and it's evolving. And so I'm fascinated. Uh, by the way, the YouTube video got solid reach. Like it wasn't so remarkably lower than a native one. It was though, and I think, you just never always know, but by average, but it's fascinating and I try things and I try things all the time and I think, I think you know, the answer to your question is the next five things that are cliche things where you get told that you're impatient, two times try to be patient. Taste it, learn, taste it, learn, taste it, learn. These are the things that people don't do enough of. They, it's kind of like, the, you know, it's so interesting. So first, give me a bottle of wine, Stefan. This kind of makes me think of like the wine world. I always talk about, you know, like, you know, the biggest problem in the wine world is you find a type of wine you like, oh, I love rosé, and you drink it forever and never try all these other great wines. I think the same thing happens in business. You find your move, right? Like, I'm good at email marketing. I'm good at SEM. I'm good at Facebook. I'm good at Instagram. I'm a good salesman. I make nice videos. And you never try the other things. When's the last time you created an infographic? As a matter of fact, we need to create an infographic. India, make some notes. We need an infographic ASAP, said the intern, because we need to keep pushing the boundaries as well. I need to eat my own dog food, take my own advice. We have to do these things. That is the key in life, let alone business. And so I, I, I level up my excitement on this question because it's important and because I feel like so many people don't do it. So try things, try things, try things because then you can answer for yourself when's the right time for patience and when's the right time to move fast, right? I made a massively senior hire two days ago. It'd be great for VaynerMedia. Lately I've been almost saying Wine Library when Vayner, it's the second time I've done that in like two or three episodes. I made a very senior hire for VaynerMedia and in the, in the, the meeting with you know, the CFO, the CIO and AJ, and I was like, oh, you're moving fast. And then other things, you know, like I'm being very patient on. There's just always a mix and so mix it up. Um, let's keep going, India. Okay. This is a rare occasion where I, I have something but I want to do it more. I want to do another question. I know I threw you for a loop here. I know you're probably going through some incredible India-like database. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Let's call it the hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me go to Twitter and check the hashtag. What's, what's this one? Gary V. Lucky asks, what do you do in your free time? Or do you even have free time? Lucky, I have a ton of free time. Um, well, it's not free time. I mean, it's, I assume you're asking when I'm not working. I'm spending it always with my family. Um, and then the only other thing I like to really allocate time to is the New York Jets. Um, Lizzie and I sometimes watch documentaries, uh, movies. That's a fun thing for me. I really like docus. I don't talk about that, so there's that. Let's keep going. That's fun. Let's do a rapid kind of like a... I know, I know. They love the episodes. Anders asks, Gary, what would be the best platform to make a virtual bookshelf with quotes and books that mean a lot to me? Pinterest? Yes. Good job, Anders. Oh, you should remember these. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Kenneth asks, yo, Gary, is that next book coming anytime soon? Oh, that's a good question. Oh, I'm supposed Oh, the book announcement. Yeah. See, you said Sid, it come see, the, see, this is what's so incredible about life. You love this, right? You need to write a medium post about this, actually, and stop spilling coffee on yourself. Uh, let's let's talk about this. 
This is the first time in 124 episodes that I'm like, no, let's keep going. Mm-hmm. I think we've done some, maybe there was one other thing, something, but no, this is really the first time like, I'm like, flat out no, let's just yeah, keep going. Yeah. Definitely the first time we're going improv. And we are supposed to announce something very special and now we're going to. Um, so, uh, the new book is coming soon. Who, who asked that question? Um, it was Kenneth. Kenneth, thank you for saving the show. Uh, uh, we're, we have a new book coming, a lot of you know this, Kenneth didn't. Uh, it's coming out in March. Uh, it's called Ask Gary Vee, the book. Uh, and I'm trying to th- position it, I'm, I'm trying to create the subtitle in a point of like the modern MBA or like, or like the holistic view of being a business, like, like business 2016 and be like the way to attack. Like I gotta come up with a, the subtitle but I, I wanna give it, I'm worried that it being called Ask Gary Vee makes it very narrow and you're at the bookstore and you've never heard of me and you're like, I don't know, you know. So I gotta give it a strong subtitle of like a 360, as a matter of fact, anybody want, you know, question of the day. What should the subtitle be of the Ask Gary Vee book? I like that, somebody's about to really get pumped. Here's another way for you to be a part of the book. Uh, it's going to be 497 you know, answers, on, and this was the original subtitle, like 497 answers on how to be great at, blah, 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 remember it was super long. Uh, Zach made an incredible uh, cover. Uh, I'm not gonna link it up yet because I'm not sure it's that, but, uh, and, th- and then it's like, and 80 never before answered questions, uh, which you and I and my ghostwriter Steph Land are gonna be attacking very shortly. Uh, I have a feeling some of you want to be one of those never before asked questions and answers. So we're doing a competition. Oh, I get to make up the email address. Uh, Yes, so if you email right up here, bookquestions at vaynermedia.com, that's right, bookquestions at vaynermedia.com, this is what you will be emailing me, the question, right? And now that may be a question that's already used in the book, so India, World famous India may be reaching out to you to like get another question from you because that one's not gonna make it. But more importantly, this is the gamification. This is the Kickstarter aspect of it. This is the salesman. This is the right hook part of it. You have to email blind auction, blind. You have to email your name and how many books you're willing to buy now. Because believe it or not, it's actually already on Amazon. Do not buy it, by the way. I know a bunch of you are gonna be like, Gary, I already went and bought it. I don't want that yet because I want to get the cover up there, get it really right, and then do a huge push probably in November and December. Juice it up, let people discover it. So don't get crazy. You can get a little crazy by one if you want to. But no, get there yet. How many books will you buy? So literally, let's say DRock enters. Hey, Gary V, you're the best. Like, by the way, you look so fit lately. You look great. I love the show. I haven't missed any of them. You're just super handsome and massively, massively, massively smart. You're my favorite. Okay, here, here, here it is. I will buy 137 books. Here's my question. The top 80 or 90, we have to decide. We'll decide very shortly and we'll keep a, a database. Whatever we decide of 87, never before, the top 87 book amounts will get into the book. You'll be there from you. It'll be really rad. I'll be super happy. I'll be happy because I have a bunch of books. You'll be happy because you'll give up a bunch of books for next Easter or something like that or for your group or your clients or your friends. Uh, So that's what it is, my friends. Uh, Join, send. We will give you some time here. Um, But uh, we uh, we will be calibrating those numbers immediately. So see how that worked out? You keep asking questions. I'll keep answering them.